Cheers. Got ourselves some uh, Koval distilled here in the great city of Chicago. Figured we'd show a little love to the local. A little love to the shy. Yeah. Cheers over bourbon. Cheers, man. Cheers, brother. Let's try not to drink the whole bottle this time. Yeah, we're going to pace ourselves, everyone. We're going to pace ourselves. That's what we always say. So Mark and I have been friends a long time. Uh, but more importantly, we've been friends as long as we've been fathers. And that's the majority of our subject matter today is mm-hmm. some of the lessons we've learned, some ones that we've passed on, and I guess maybe a little bit of a legacy that we're hoping to uh, pass to our kids. So I'm going to start off the first question is, Mark, what's a lesson from your dad that you'd want to pass on to your children or more than one? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I think there's a lot of lessons that my dad taught me. Um, I think, um, you know, my dad wasn't, I think fatherhood has changed a lot since in one generation. I agree. Um, just the needs of the family and the, um, the responsibilities of each parent and how those have changed. And then, um, you know, financially more, uh, households have that, that have, are lucky enough to have two parents. Uh, a lot of the times they have to both work. Right. And so there's shared responsibilities. But when I grew up, my dad (coughs) was not around that much. Um, it was work, uh, and work. <laughs> my mom stayed home. My dad, you know, was a bricklayer and uh, worked, got up at 4.30 or 4 every morning and drove an, at least an hour to work, like wherever the project was, wherever the job site was. And then um, came home and uh, from what I remember, would, I think, be in the garage for a little bit, probably drinking a few beers, and then uh, would come in and went supper. It was supper. It wasn't dinner. <laughs> <laughs> when supper Just was ready. Just clear about how I was raised here. Yeah, when supper was ready, uh, well, he would be, he would, he would come in, eat supper, and then lay on the couch and uh, read the newspaper. And uh, then maybe watch like a show, because we had three channels, and uh, you had to turn the dial That's of the right, TV. That's baby. Um, but, in all of that, I think... Um, one of the, the the best lessons that I think he taught me was um, the value of hard work. Um, that you know, no matter what, you always have like your pride in your work, so that it, you have control of your work and you have control of that output and that is a reflection on you and other people see that as a reflection of you. And so you, your duty to yourself is to make sure that you give a hundred percent to whatever it is you're doing and that you take pride in what you're doing. Yeah. I like that. I like that. How about you? Yeah. My, uh, most of my, 
lessons I learned from my dad were like through most of the hardest moments of my childhood. And so like they were always in phrases. So one of them was, you know, I'm raising you to be prepared for the way the world is, not the way that I hope or wish it was. Mm. And so when things would occur that were maybe unfair, unjust, he uh, would say, like, you just have to figure out a way to navigate it, prevent as best as you can situations or people uh, that either choose to cause you harm or look to get you in trouble. Another thing that he used to say, and this was more on the sake of, like, navigating people, he said, if you look at history, you can tell that's what's really unique about human beings is our spectrum. And by that, he's like, we are capable of some of the most jaw-dropping, mind-blowing, most elevated moments that you could ever imagine. (laughs) But because of that, we are also capable of the most horrific, gut-wrenching, heartbreaking actions Mm. imaginable. Mm -hmm. And because people have that level of spectrum, you have to make a decision of what side you're going to be on Mm. and what you're going to represent in all that. Mm -hmm. And that you're consistently making choices on a daily basis that hopefully take you in one direction as opposed to another. Mm. And, uh, and then reputation was really high. Our last name meant something, but it only mm-hmm. means what you do. Like, you carry the name, so mm-hmm. it's up to you what you're going to do with it. And, uh, you know, I liked all those things. It made me feel like a sense of honor and a sense of pride. Um, I also liked that it felt like a sense of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hopeful that, like, those are things that I'd want to pass on to my son's. I don't want them to be naive to the world. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want them to think that the world's shit either. Mm-hmm. That Or that they can't trust somebody. Yeah, right? Like, you want to believe that, like, great things are possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad would say that a lot. Like, you're a reflection of the people that you have around you. Mm-hmm. And so he would consistently check in on, like, who I was hanging out with and then that would be a reflection of if my attitude was one way or another. So mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty fair. Um, and that's how I feel with the boys. Like I want them to have the kind of friendships where they feel like they can express themselves in the best of the abilities. Um, that great moment of a great friend that if like you felt like you were in a pretty dangerous situation and you didn't know what to do, but you had that feeling that someone had your back. It's mm-hmm. a great fucking feeling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and those are like the things that I would probably pass on to my kids is that make sure you have around people who have your back make sure that the people who have your back are in fact up to doing positive things mm-hmm. and improving the world not like have my back while I cause this destruction <laughs> throw this trash can through this window <laughs> hey there's there's sometimes things happen <laughs> let's not judge I people I was that guy maybe might, I always yeah, throw a yeah. trash can through <laughs> windows um, people change right Remember, it's a spectrum. <laughs> Choices depending on the day. Maybe you had a rough night. Uh, yeah, those are the things I hope to pass on. Um, I, I will say, like, it's hard, especially now when I think about where we live or how we live and uh, the overall um, feeling or general consensus or mindset of the 
our area anyway mm-hmm. lately and like some of the places I've been recently you're seeing like this weird post pandemic fallout and like where everyone kind of lands what industries have dissolved what new things are created and so we're kind of in this weird rebuilding of something and uh I don't know where our kids fit in all that you know and so it's nice that we have these lessons that we were fortunate enough to learn from our fathers, even if they weren't as present as we have the right. fortune to have to be because of the pandemic. Um, and then our fatherhood experiences are different from our parents. Like you said earlier, like not only all the differences in the lifestyle, but just the times themselves, mm-hmm. right. As things mm-hmm. progress. Now that you are a parent of <laughs> a, one year removed from a teenage daughter and a preteen. Yeah. Yeah. And then, how old's Tuck? Nine. Nine? Ugh. And then I got a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old. And in this like stage of parenthood and what you've learned from jump to now, because you know, I have some friends or some guys I know who have just become fathers, some mm-hmm. that are like, beginning to become fathers, like, what changes? What's this, that, and the other? And I remember a couple of stories where you and I were both like in those first few months where it's just hell and mm. tiresome. But on the other side of that, you actually start parenting, right? Raising them and starting to understand things. And so at this point in your parent resume, <laughs> what have you learned that's beyond your dad's lessons that you think you would carry on to maybe share with someone else? Sometimes I don't want to share anything because <laughs> I didn't get much help. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I it's help like, you when I got nothing? No. And every day is new. I don't, I'm figuring this shit out every day again. Wake up and it's a new fucking feeling I think that's I think that's one thing that I the other night I was I don't know what happened multitude of things um, I was probably frustrated for some reason and I looked at Ellie and I go can you give me a little bit of a break here this is the first time that I'm doing this too I the use first, that like line. you're you're doing this for the first, first time yeah. and I'm doing this first right now too so we're all in this together all doing it yeah. at like those levels First of experience time. that we have. Yeah, yeah. I, I said too, dude, I've never been a forty-three-year-old with a ten-year-old son and a six-year-old no. son before. Yeah, this is me. This is it. Trying. Yeah. in the moment, figuring out, hurling through space. Um, but you know what's, think, what's funny is that I don't ever remember my parents saying that to me. Yeah, that they were trying. No, well, that's what I mean. It's yeah. completely different. They had different conversations with. They were like, "Shut up, go to bed." <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Yeah, because, because I said so. Yeah, because I said so. Fucking all day. But. I mean, we turned out decent, I guess. I mean, we learned. Yeah. Like, yeah. we are learning. We are evolving. Yeah. I actually think that the most... Like, I don't think we just took the script from our parents. We're like, I guess this will do. Yeah, this is it. And no. then we'll go. Yeah, we were actively changed. trying to and figure out how we could... Probably actively try to figure out how to not do some of the things that they did. 100%. Um, 100%. I think the uh, the thing that I've learned a little bit so far... I mean, obviously, there's thousands of things, but... Um, I think at first you want to try to solve. This isn't necessarily something that I want them to learn going forward. I think you, what I've learned as a parent so far is that you, at first you try to solve all the problems or you try to like keep them from making mistakes. And then you're like, well, this is teaching them nothing. <laughs> like they can't learn on their own if they don't make their own mistakes and they can't you don't want them to be you 
You want them to be them. That's the most honest statement, right? Is that they're actually not you. No. They're actually not you. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably like the most honest statement and truest realization that you have to really accept. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not you. You don't get a repeat. You don't, <laughs> you don't get to start over again. Like, I really want him to play <laughs> Division One college football. Oh, really? Or did you want to really play <laughs> Division One college football? <laughs> So I think it's like, but I think um, maybe something that, that I've learned, and this is really kind of recent. I think I've um, I've always tried to be a positive person yeah. in life. And I think um, that has um, enabled me to be a pretty good leader. And I think um, people uh, are somewhat like drawn to that and are motivated by that. But I've realized that positivity, like, cures all. Like, well, because it's, it's the attitude, right? Yeah. And the mindset. Yeah, and I know it's, like, cliche because it's, like, wake up and, like, do <laughs> do the hard things and be... But literally, if you... When you pass by people on a daily basis, if you just pass by them and you say hi, you're being positive, right? You're being, like this positivity that they don't typically see you're acknowledging someone's presence yeah. their existence in the world right the fact that like i see you yeah i'm acknowledging you and not only that hope you have a good day yeah if you're not having a good day hope it turns around yeah and i think like it helps you personally like when you because then when you run into a problem and you've said hi to a bunch of people and you've and I'm literally meaning this when, like, it's stranger. Like, we don't walk by people and say hi. And <laughs> I remember the first time. Maybe this does go back to my dad. I remember the first time that my dad came to Chicago to visit. And uh, it was actually when we moved. Like, my wife and I moved to back, into Chicago at our own place. And they came to visit us. And uh, he was walking down the street in, like, Lake. Uh, Lakeview, yeah, and uh, he was saying hi to people on the sidewalk. He's like, "Hey, good morning." And they were like looking at him, like, "Who the fuck are you? I don't know you. Saw me. Did I did I know you last night?" Like, <laughs> and I go, "Dad, Dad, uh, people don't say hi to each other like on the sidewalk." And he's like, "Why not?" You know? Yeah. And uh, so, but if you do that, and I realize this at at work, I um, naturally though I it's a natural thing for me. I don't try to do it i just like saying hey how's it going hey good hey good morning how you doing oh dude you're and, the best and it <laughs> hey, man. handshakes kissing babies and shit <laughs> in my mind when you walk into a place and this goes to when we would work together too we'd walk into like a home depot <clears throat> and like what you working on there what you getting done well oh, that's a project that's a project if i had time i'd help you <laughs> it's just like like communication and being like positive in 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 your world with the people around you, it like really helps. It helps you, but it also helps them. But more to the point, it helps you. Like you are, you have to have that because when then when there's tough times or something like comes up, you have this like positive energy in your body instead of this negative. Because I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not walking around like f- fucking daisies all day stuff. because yeah, totally. like you can ask my wife. I come home and she's like, you. <laughs> You can have a bad day or a good day. <laughs> like, but, but I realize, like, 
as much as possible, man, you got to try to just like find, find something, you know, they talk about like finding that, like, um, finding that trigger that like helps. And it's like, just say hi to people. Yeah. It's like an action that keeps you in a more positive mindset yeah. than falling for the, I mean, we could bitch about something all the time, right? Mm-hmm. We could bitch about anything all the mm-hmm. time, but if that's the case, we should equally be able to talk about what we can be grateful for and the things that are positive in our life, even if it takes a little while to figure that out. And you and I both know, I mean, getting another day is a gift. Getting another day is a gift. Yeah. So How about you? Uh, you know, right now, one of the things you brought up I would definitely take with me is uh, giving my kids space to fail mm. and then uh, finding a healthy way to navigate failure mistakes, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Like my oldest rushes through a lot of his schoolwork mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, how do I get this across to you? Like, take your time. You don't want to rush. If you go back and do it again, you know, whatever. Yeah. So he uh, worked his ass off on this um, states and capitals test, right? Mm. And he got 100% kills. Oh my God. Right? And I'm like, hell yeah, hell yeah. And then during the break, uh, he didn't do anything, didn't study anything, and then his vocab uh, report, he was like two words out of 28 or some shit mm. like that of spelling. So I had the 100% test on the fridge, mm. and then <clears throat> Laura's like, well, I'm going to make him, you know, do these things to study, and I was like, yeah, we should also find another way to motivate him, and so I put the shitty test also on <laughs> <in> the fridge. <laughs> And my, my, my intention of that is if I'm going to give you praise yeah. for the great effort that you do, you should also be able to accept and acknowledge the results of your poor decisions or your lack of not doing something. Right. Because it's easy for all of us, right? It's the, uh, like, you and I will talk about sports when we used to play and, like, all these great times that we had, right? Because mm-hmm. it's in the past. but. If we really got down to the details, there's plenty of shitty days in between all those mm, great times. Right, right, right. Or all these like complaints that, those that led to the good times. One hundred percent. Right. There were some losses <laughs> that you learned right. from all that. Right, stuff. right, right. But you never talk about that stuff, right? right. Just like right. how yeah, great right. you were, right? Yeah. And so I, what I'd like is, and what I'm navigating, right? Like what I'm trying to figure out, because I didn't deal with failure very well. Um, so much, in fact, that a lot of times I would hesitate to move forward in things out of fear of failure. Well, yeah. So does everybody. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so I feel like when I'm thinking about raising healthy kids, I'm like, I really want you to figure out how to like make mistakes. And this is on me when I say this, not them. It's like, oh, I messed up. I'm like, totes, let's fix this, this and that. No, as I say that, hey, don't fill the water up to the top because it's going to spill. Mm-hmm. Don't fill the water up to the top because it's going to spill. Don't fill the water up. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to spill. And then like Fucking spills. Clot work. Every time. I'm like, when's that lesson kick in? Yeah. Where I'm like, supposed to be cool about this. Yeah. And then like, in the art of your Lord, it's just water. I'm like, but symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> I want this lesson. No, I laughed so hard because when you said that, I wasn't even thinking of it. I'm like, of fucking kids and like there's that's the difference between the mom and the dad and the dad's like are you stupid and then but she's right the mom's like it's just water like it's there's not that it's, it's bigger things yeah it's, it's not yeah. like 
I know. Well, I don't know why that is about <laughs> a father that is like so because but but to your point, it's not it's the it's the um it's like I gosh, I'm struggling for the word now. I don't know what not the purpose, but it's like the not not the premise, it's the like what it represents. <clears throat> that yeah. line of thought. Right. right. Like the whole point is that you're supposed to learn. Okay, right. if I fill up the glass this much, <laughs> then I know that I can like carry it with me and then it won't spill. And I guess that's kind of how I feel about life is like, <sighs> bear with me as I say this. I feel like our goal should be to become adults, right? And kids <laughs> like to see shit break, right? Like kids like to break Legos. That's what children like to do, right? And yet, as I look at men and they're like, yeah, bro, blow that shit up, right? Yeah. So we're still caught up, right? Guns and grenades and all these things. We're still like about destruction. And so I guess in my mind, I'm like, oh man, yeah, you do gotta like experiment and these great experimentations and breaking things is what helps us build great things, right? Yeah. I understand all those things, but at the same time, in my mind, I'm like, but we should still be searching to evolve. And so when I look at my six-year-old son, this is how deep it gets, right? I look at my six-year-old son feeling the water to the very tippy top because the cup allows for the tippy yeah. top to get filled. So Why would they I make a cup this big if they didn't want me to fill it up? 100%. Right. I don't see no line that says stop filling to here. Plus, <laughs> as a human being, and this might maybe come off wrong, but probably more male than female, you take advantage of every inch, uh, inch. that you get. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take, if you're giving me this, I'm, I'm taking take all it. of it. I'm right. taking all of it. Yeah. And so in the pattern of that, as they're walking away, I'm like, all that water you're losing yeah. as you walk and make this mess behind you. I'm like, what are you? <laughs> so anyway, as I say all that, uh, that's probably the biggest thing is I'd love for my kids to have a healthy relationship with mistakes and failure so that they can move forward easily and know that it's just part of learning. Like resilience. Yeah. Because I think one of the things I certainly pride us on uh, independently for different reasons is that we've never been afraid to try something that we haven't done before. And I think that's a really healthy <laughs> attitude. Case in point. Yeah, right? <laughs> and the reason I like that is because it's a mindset of like consistently trying to learn yeah. something new. Yeah. And it's certainly something that I hold really high in esteem is that our the really unique thing about human beings is that for some reason we have this immeasurable capacity to learn anything. Yeah. Yeah. If we really want to put our heads to it, we can learn some more languages. If we really want to do it, we can learn an instrument. Yeah. If we really want to do it, we can learn. Yeah. So there's all these like, great opportunities we have to do all these really incredible things, which I just think is really badass. Yeah. But most of the time it's because of our like, I'm not great at it. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're teaching our kids all the time. Like, well, I suck. I'm like, dude, everyone sucks. Everyone sucks in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I think as we get older, you feel like that doesn't stop. Like, oh, now that I'm an adult, it shouldn't be that I suck at this well, because or whatever you're starting. And I'm like, yeah, but anyone starting anything new, you're going to suck. We're not encouraged as adults to start new things. I agree. <clears throat> I mean, at least in America. I have never lived in another country, so I can't. Totally speaking speak from our radius, yeah, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Like yeah. most people try to get a job that they can earn a good living and then stay at because they have a 401k or whatever. And then they get good at a job and they don't try something new to fail so when they do end up failing it's like fucking really new again. and to be fair right is one of the benefits of learning all these new things when you're young is that you have your home to kind of fall back on 
yeah. trying something new. And this is not necessarily to say that I'm going to try something new and make a living out of it. Right. But to your point, if I'm right. trying to make a living and part of that making a living is like if I did learn some new things, maybe I can add to my ability yeah. to make more money or whatever your goal yeah. is. Yeah. Um, but I think that the, the quality of consistently trying to learn and break your brain open for new knowledge and new capacities for things, I think it keeps you healthy in the long term. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I think especially as you age, yeah, especially as you age, I mean, those people who are always, um, you know, keep moving as you age, keep moving, keep trying new things, keep, keep your brain healthy, you know, even, I mean, doing like. What is that, Sudoku that those yeah, like, dude. older people do? Crossword puzzles. Or they like play cards together. Yeah. Like all that stuff. Puzzles. That, yeah. Puzzles. Puzzles <laughs> frustrate the shit out of me. <laughs> puzzles. Just stop trying to get me puzzles. <laughs> Alright. Uh, those are good lessons to pass on to the kids. I just I'm like, don't be afraid of failure. You're always learning. And you should always be learning. This is never gonna stop. And then one day you get good and you look back like, holy shit, look how good I am. Like, Miles and Max were learning the piano consistently. They were practicing. And then Miles oh, was able right. to do one of the Star Wars songs. No way. It was badass. And I was like, holy cow. Yeah. Miles was like, yeah, I'm pretty good. And all he took, right? We had a half hour session once a week with a music teacher. And then they had to just make sure they were practicing five minutes a day. That's not bad at all. Five minutes a day. And great instructor. She yeah. did a really great job. This was back in Oak Park. <clears throat> but I was just really impressed. And now we moved here. You know, we didn't have the instructor. We weren't staying on about learning. And so I was like, oh, you know what? You guys are doing piano today because <laughs> I decided yes. this is a good time to get back into that. And they were like, I don't even know what I'm reading. Oh, I don't remember any of these shoot. steps. I was like, yeah. damn, we got to go all the way back to the beginning. But Did you think for a second, I just wasted all that money? I did think for a second, <laughs> this is your fault. Not their fault. I know. This is it their is. fault. Yeah. I'm like, yep. shut up, conscious. I'm going to get provided with my failures. I'm trying to work on my. <laughs> I'm trying to work on my failures. Stop judging me, self. Stop self judging me. Oh man, uh, it's the best. But yeah, dude, I like the learning new things. Um, and honestly, that thing I just said before is like I don't want them to get cynical on life. And so to a point about staying positive and like, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. like being a good neighbor. I always liked um, the idea of like, <clears throat> you're the guy at uh, the tailgate and like all the kids stop by and they're like, oh, shoot, Mr. Byer, Mr. Walton, what's up, man? I'm like, yeah, that's right. Go ahead, kids. Get your burgers and get the hell on out of here. You're the best, Mr. W. Right? Meanwhile, I'm over here like, boys, men, go over here and lie. Like, oh, shit. I think it's just having... It's hard though. I mean, they're gonna go through some so many crappy times, man. Oh, that, they're coming, right? Yeah, that I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you keep that positive. I know. Well, and that's a great uh, transition. So, like, uh, there's some clients I've had and stuff whose mm-hmm. kids have like left for college and then they're oh, empty nesters yeah. and everything. Yeah. And uh, I wonder because we got, you know, you got. Six more years mm-hmm. for the first, that means nine, to nine years, mm-hmm. about 10 years, let's say. Yeah, kids are gonna be out of here, yeah, and you're just gonna be like, All right, this is the best I could do, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure there's gonna be like some comeback in these things. So, when you think about 
your kids back out in college, you know, starting new jobs, etc. And, you know, a phone call comes every now and then if they trust it. Besides, I need more money. <laughs> I don't have any more. You know what I'm saying? I do know that already. Yeah. When they call or when you, when they're going through life and just like we think about our parents giving us these lessons mm-hmm. around the world, I'm like, shit, I'm glad I learned that. You know, I'm glad I learned this. Resilience, you know, things yeah. like that. What would you hope that your kids have taken with you or with them? from you know these next 10 years mm-hmm. of raising you know preteens teenagers and all yeah. that stuff in between i think um man that's good i think um from an intellectual standpoint they're going to exceed me probably like junior in high school <laughs> i just like the amount of knowledge and like information and data that is being given to them on a daily basis is unbelievable. I agree. So over the next, like, let's say five to six years, technology is going to continue to change. Everything's going to be coming at us so quickly. And they're able, like you said, the brain is, is a crazy thing. It's able to actually digest and learn so much and it's just going to be fed more. So my point in saying that is that I don't think that there's going to be like something that Ellie or Tucker is going to ask me from a technical thing that they can't find on the internet or find in a whatever microchip that might be in them that they just asked the question of. I don't know. Who knows? So I think it's going to be more about like how to overcome, like you said, setbacks or how to um, deal with like a breakup or how to just be there for like emotional support. Yeah. Because I think, um, I don't, I think, I don't want to be their friend now, but I think after they get out of college, I think it's good to be their friend. Like that somebody that they can trust, somebody that they know that like, no matter what, man, I can talk to dad about this. And then there's like, at that age, <clears throat> or at that point, there's no, you know, you don't need me to give you a lesson on your life. No. You know, I just want to hear about your life. Exactly. Like, my dad <clears throat> has never told me what to do. Right. After college. Right. He's never told me what to do. In fact, after high school, really. Um, he will offer, like, I don't know, I think maybe I'd do that. But if I do something different, he is I told you. Totally. Never. Like, that's the one thing that I... My, it's interesting, man. My dad is so old school and, like, he grew up you know, on the farm and he, he, but he's never said like, well, you shouldn't have done that. You should have done this. I thought, I think I took, like, he's never made me feel like, um, like your only process of decision-making is poor. Yeah. That like that, or that I ever really did anything bad. He just wants me to be happy. Right. Which is pretty cool. Like I would never think if looking at my dad from the outside, you'd never think that. Like what's happiness? Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it is. That's exactly oh, what he, he's like whatever man, whatever makes you happy. Like, you know, which is cool. And I think I think that's the thing that I'd like to be for my kids that they come back and go, "Hey, I just need your advice on this. Like yeah. what, what do you think about this?" I would love that. You go, "Hmm." I don't know. This is what I would think, but you got to, you know, if you make the wrong decision, it's okay. Yeah. Like, you'll be okay, you know? I would love to get, like, 
I'm the I'm terrified. I need help. Call. Yeah. That they're not like shit. I'm stuck, but I'm more afraid of my parents than I am about oh, calling no. for help. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You get. I think like knowing that. I think for for a young adult, I think knowing that your parents aren't gonna judge you. Right. Which is hard because we judge them. <laughs> we like we judge them right now every day totally. because we're like, no, don't do that. Don't you care for that? Why'd you do? Yeah. So like in their mind, it's a judgment because they, right. they made their decision and, and yet we're contradicting it. Right. Poor decision. Yeah. But I think they understand as just as we do now that they were, you know, as they get older, their frontal lobe will start to develop and they'll have totally. more reasoning and they'll have more conscious Critical awareness of and right, all the things, that. Yeah. Like, oh, they were just trying to make sure my fucking finger didn't get chopped off. Like, <laughs> Just making that, sure that that firecracker didn't blow up in right. my hand. Or that I didn't go out with the wrong boy in high school that, you know. There you go. I know, man. Like, I think all of my kids leave and they're out in the world is two things. I want them to have the resilience to get back up when the world inevitably knocks them down. Yeah. Um, that if it's a slower get up, they could reach out and, we, you know, we'll put the pieces back together. Together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, <clears throat> what I also want them to do is have, and this is super selfish what I'm about to say, I want them to have a sense of adventure, but close to home. I know. So like my family is pretty spread out, but I would really love to like watch my boys' lives as they're adults and like in For the sure. mix on yeah. a daily basis, yeah. you know? Yeah. When it's like, I just need to be at home for a second. I just need my home. Yeah. And just to collect my thoughts, et cetera, et cetera. And then I look forward to seeing like the big wins. Dad, I just got the best, you know, whatever. And until like it really lit them up. Yeah. And like some of the stuff that we've had that's been like, holy shit, bro. I mean, who thought like fitness would do this for us? Like fucking right. fitness. Right. 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 I was happy being a trainer. Thinking of like Mickey's of the world and like, dude, I'm in a smelly ass gym. <laughs> Handling motherfucking business. You always said, bro, I'm going to be 50 years old with a fanny pack. You're bro, we're almost there. Chalk all day. <laughs> <laughs> and just sitting there like, what, what are y'all talking about? Huh? Doing these videos? <laughs> all of a sudden, I've got like wider hair or greener hair than I really have. I'm like, Why are you trying to age yourself? What? What are you talking about? You're talking like you're 20 years older than you really are. <laughs> I think, like, I think about them. I am, I. 100% want them to go away for college, like somewhere like California, Colorado. Totally I don't forever. really like the Southeast Florida. Sorry if anybody ever listens to this from, I'm just not a big, I love the Southeast, like South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia. Like totally. I love that. I'm just not a huge fan of like Florida. Florida schools. For, yeah, yeah. Schools. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but then after college, I'm probably going to be, and Jen and I have talked about this, like, I would I would love if the two of them somehow ended up near each other in some part of the country, and I would just, we just move and be near them. Like, right. I'll be the parents. I'm not going to be the parents to move near them to be like, I want to be in all your business all the time. It's like, I just want to fucking be near if you need something. Like We feel the same way. <clears throat> we hope they come back here. Yeah. But I'm with you. If they ended up at the same place, which I kind of feel like. They're pretty close, but their age difference as they get older, like it's gonna be a weird period of time when yeah. Miles is like sixteen and Max is thirteen. <laughs> like Max, you need to back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's my brother. I get it. 
Yeah. Like you're just not there yet. Yeah. Then when Max is 14, he's like, sorry about that. Didn't quite understand yet. It's okay. It's okay, youngster. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you. I, like, if they decide to get married and have children, um, I know that Lord and I would have loved to have, like, some family support. And it's no judgment. It's just the circumstances that they are. But yeah. Yeah. when I've seen other families who have, it's just cool. And, like, I like the idea of, you know, being a grandpat. Mm-hmm. and like all that stuff that comes along with it but I really like the same thing that you're saying which is just oh I'm so happy you guys were close by because yeah. I need X, Y, and Z and then it's your children it's weird I know that we're like in the age right now where every little thing I'm like you guys are just trying to literally I feel like you're literally just trying to see how far you can push mm-hmm. our capacity but in the end of all that and I used to make this joke all the time with parents I'm like you know what parenting's like dude it's like the most unfair pimp and hoe business you've ever seen (laughs) because you're putting in basically 23 hours and 45 minutes worth of work to get 15 minutes worth of like pure love from your child it's in the moments of like oh I love you dad or in the moments like oh dad that was like the best time I ever had in my life or whatever thing that they finally give you a lot of praise for this like act of whatever you've been putting in and you're like, I fucking killed it today. Like you see those yeah. uh, press conference parents things, right? Yeah. Where it's like, did you think that was a good idea? No, obviously I misjudged, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But for some reason, to me, like that 15 minutes of those things is a win. Like yeah. I was getting interviewed yeah. and it was like, how did you feel you did as a parent today? Well, you did hear that I was basically the greatest dad today. You heard that <laughs> part, right? like, So I feel pretty good. What about, you know, the throwing up in the car, like all tough things in the game. <laughs> But all in all, we got the W. <laughs> it wasn't pretty, but we got the W. So I got a, I got a good one to segue to the next um, podcast. Episode, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I know when those, that 15 minutes, I know when it happens. And so and we'll, that leave it, or like we'll leave it in, in both. We'll, okay. We'll okay. leave it there. I like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Jeremy Walton. I'm Mark Byer. And this was uh, Opinions Over Bourbon. Awesome, man. All right, bro. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Love you, man. Love you too, bro. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, y'all.